0: Hello, everybody! Welcome back to Pillow Talk with Mark and B, the podcast where we just talk. I'm B, and I'm here with my incredible fiancé. Hey, and I'm here with my incredible parents. Yeah, we've got a special episode for you, introducing Mom and Dad. Say hi, guys. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hello there. This is where we say hello. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I was looking at her first to start. A gentleman. Um, before we introduce, it's going to be an interesting episode. We're just going to talk to my parents. Yeah, learn some wisdom. I'm I'll
2: sure teach them everybody. Some wisdom. I'm sure everybody wants <laughs> to know who created Marcus. Lord I don't know. Do I get that. the cre- do we get the credit or the blame? Yeah, yeah. credit. It'll be credit.
3: It'll It'll be credit, be credit for the good oh, things. Okay. And we've <laughs> had sure. six days or more of talking, so there's lots left. Lots yeah.
1: left. Before oh. we get into it, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at Talk with Mark and B at gmail.com. We have Instagram and Facebook, Pillow Talk with Mark and B, Twitter, PillowTalkWithMarkandBee, PT, Mark and B, I don't know, whatever. And There's links in the description.
0: Believe it or not, our biggest supporter oh. is standing at this table, or sitting at this oh, table our right Patreon now. biggest Patreon member. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so if you guys want to, you know, compete with Kathy, hard competition, yeah, yeah. but compete with Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to give me term. Uh, so we, you guys have like the free. most for the longest yeah, kind
1: of yeah, yeah. yeah 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 first so, first, first, and first, first. Yeah. first. Yeah. so if you also want to give me an allowance like my parents <laughs> do <laughs> once a month i'll accept any allowances donations whatever you want to do just give me your money give me your money mm. all right it's gonna be a good episode let's get into it
0: i guess first of all can you guys tell us some things about yourselves give give the give the mob some
2: intros So is this a lady's first situation? (laughs) Okay, so I am uh, the oldest child of three. Got raised partly in the uh, city of Calgary, Alberta, and then we moved to the farm when I was nine. I have two younger brothers, so there's three of us in three years, and um, yeah, so, close to not just my own family, had a, had a stable, happy upbringing, spent time with extended family, um, yeah, and, you grew up on the farm, grew, grew up on the farm, I think that's very important, like, we all, we, very
1: important, we talk about a lot how, like, you know, growing up, with the three boys, and you were able to kind of tolerate us, because you're a farm girl, yeah, I, like, I'm sure there's other wild animals, Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're she's exactly.
0: used to it, she's used to the rowdy, she's yeah. like, like takes no shit like you don't (laughs) she is a farm girl through and through so it's awesome
2: well, and you, you kind of said, tell, uh, well, th- do you want to jump in and say a little bit about your upbringing or do I keep going? you Keep going. Okay. <laughs> so they uh, also wanted me to share just a little bit about uh, more than just the logistics of, of grow- growing up, but a little bit about myself personally. And uh, just thinking about growing up, I can remember going to visit cousins and my grandma said, you know, your cousins think that you're bossy. And this was <laughs> like when I was like you know, 10, 12, 12 years old, and I just remember that and being crushed. What? I'm bossy? Well, we're only here for two days. Somebody's got to organize something, get Jeez. something going, so we're not just sitting here staring at each other across the room, but... Were the cousins boys? Uh, no, they were all girls, but they were very quiet, and it was just like, okay, let's, let's play a game. Let's do something, right? <laughs> and... Uh, i guess i was used to that role with my brothers mm-hmm. because i was the oldest and so you know my mom said i was very good at uh kind of making them do things so my one we'd play house of course girls want to play house naturally and my one brother would be my husband yeah and oh my god uh, i remember doing that y- too yeah. that's so <laughs> funny you guys- and, and I would send him to work, so he would have to go play on the other side of the room by himself. And he's like, <laughs> thank goodness away from and that,
1: then, I can no longer play house, I'm just going to bash for <laughs>
2: <laughs> And then my youngest brother, he was my baby. And so I would put him in my stroller and and I would tell him to cry and then I would console him and my mom said it was just like a, and then as we got older, then it turned, got a little more sophisticated, you know, then we would play school and I was of course always the teacher and then it'd be games like king and queen and of course I'm the only (laughs) girl so I have to be the queen. Naturally. Yeah. But uh, when I think of bossy, I kind of prefer to say I have strong leadership skills. Ah, that's good for the resume. <laughs> I seen this meme once, and and uh, that's sort of like, yes, that's it. I'm not bossy. I have strong leadership skills. All about perspective. It's all about perspective. Right? All about perspective. <laughs> uh, yeah. So just one more thing that you know occurred to me. Trying to describe myself like some people are really Specialized or the expert in you know, they're just an expert cook or they're Mm. just a really good usually one Whatever like one thing and I would have to say for myself. I'm not really the expert in anything master of everything but uh, I do a lot of things pretty competently a hundred percent and so i think that comes from uh, my mom and it was very organic the way she taught me just so many different things so this is how you clean this is how you cook this is all sorts of handicrafts this is how you manage your money this is how you know you you get involved you Mm -hmm. serve you you know volunteer like just so many different things so i think that's uh that's kind of one thing and that I would say about myself, not the expert of anything, but pretty, pretty competent in a and lot of things. Any job you're handed, it's going to get done.
0: And yeah, you're also yeah. one to jump in wherever needed, yeah. like... Try to, if
2: I think And I be can. useful
0: at the same time.
2: So. so, and then finally, just my my credentials, my education oh, credentials. yeah, because you are
0: very educated. Well,
2: I have, I've, I've taken a lot of courses, like you guys are, you know, very interested in self development improvement growth and um for me of course graduated from high school then went to hairdressing school
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, because
2: i didn't i really wanted to be a teacher but then i at that point in my life i didn't want to do four years of school so Mm. i did hairdressing instead but then um uh, over the years, I worked on my degree, my theology degree. I got my bachelor's, and I kept going and taking more co- courses, and I have my uh, master's of theology. So there's my uh, my educational credentials, Amazing. and done lots of uh, courses for, for counseling and volunteering at the crisis care pregnancy center where you do lots of training and just different things like that but anyway mm-hmm. uh hand it off to my and
0: sorry before we move on yeah. your main job with the kids right that's yes, kind of what yes you i
2: was on. definitely a full-time in the home and we'll uh, share a little bit more about kind of that when we get on to the parenting Perfect. part save some of that for that question
3: yeah, she wasn't just in the home. Though. Yeah, there was a whole no. bunch of stuff took her out community of the whole community and then all
1: smart There was no properties field trip I could get so away like. from, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that exactly.
2: type of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were yeah. going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no field trip. The kids yeah. happy everywhere they went.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was a little bit more towards the science, technology, and uh, got a mechanical engineering degree eventually. Definitely uh, a little more hands-on, my brother, um, who I love, very different though, he is like the epitome of just hard work, ongoing, 24-7, continuous, dirty, dirty or just working his his uh, electronics projects and whatever. Uh, but he always scientist. had yeah so yeah never even thought of putting that in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we there was my brother myself and a friend of ours we called ourselves the secret amateur scientists and uh, <laughs> we a did a lot of strange too. things very much like your brother it's Micah we did a lot of blowing things up burning things down kept minutes. and electrocuting things We <laughs> so. <I> love that. <laughs> yeah but anyhow so very much engaged in that technology aspect of things and engineering but that kind of morphed into environmental things uh, about halfway through my career and that then progressed from environmental to a whole bunch on regulatory and making applications to various governments and so on in order to build projects within the oil and gas industry in Alberta cool
2: so you kind of skipped right to the, the yeah tell us about your childhood you know childhood lost your dad childhood. you know some okay. of those small well, towns I don't remember much of <laughs> my childhood it was good you no know, um
3: so I guess that notable point would be um would be that my father he passed away uh, from cancer when I was about seven to eight years old and it was a small town we grew up in uh, like 200 people so that was you know. Everybody know. knew. Everybody knew. Everybody was engaged in trying to help this single mom with four kids mm. get through those days. Oh
0: yeah. Amazing.
3: Uh,
1: but she did it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and she's still around today even. And she's still at home. Still kicking. I don't know just if she'll be ever
3: listened to this. We'll fire it up sometime but I, we'll see how she uh she how just her focusing skills keep on it and <laughs> yeah. so on. So yeah i we were small towns. so we made our own action uh as far as what experiments we could do and things we could do so
0: amazing
1: yeah i think that definitely is like every boy is just like how can i blow things up like if you give them a little bit of distance away from supervision yeah it's yeah. like yeah how can i make this more fast or yeah yeah, yeah yeah we
3: we, and we had our own set of hand tools and we had our you know we had different things that we were definitely uh, able to do some of it is still
2: classified it
3: hasn't been released (laughs) especially if my mom does listen to this it still won't be released except it's all uh,
2: written down because they kept minutes and Rod uh, was th- the secretary <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was I usually have had very much
1: in position, that door position that 40 years ago buried <laughs> in the backyard <laughs> you'll never
2: find it <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: Well, they I had the treasury
2: report of how many pop cans they turned <laughs> in and hilarious. what they spent on candy yeah. <laughs> yeah. and they had to buy rocket parts The so organization oh, was boy. Yeah, oh, it yes.
3: just, yeah foisted on me one way or another but yeah secretary a <laughs> formal role of secretary or treasurer whether it's for the church or whether it's for the Christian school, whether it's for at uh, work,
1: uh, you're technically on the board of.
3: Oh yes, B's that's company. right. Um, oh yeah, uh, on your board for your company that's here true. in Panama, oh God, and um, and definitely as I worked my way through my career, fairly senior. Like an example might be that might say enough would be, you know, you get a phone call, Friday night, late Friday night, can you come in tomorrow morning to work at eight o'clock? Peter Lougheed, who was the ex-premier of Alberta, is going to be there. He's the chairman of our board. We're going to look at buying some company in the United States that does something that I had never really heard of before and not really spent any time on. So, yeah, it was um, could be very uh, much in a support role, always trying to help whatever the direction was set Yeah, to try to make
0: that work out. So Now, before we move on, mark can you describe your parents from your version because there's like there's some things
1: um yeah i would say uh very strong of faith and probably everything that you guys is do is through that lens um and through good intentions so it's just like mm-hmm. yeah you know best mm. people yeah um principled i me and my brother are our values come from you guys and we're all pretty principled and pretty yeah. structured and we're pretty organized too even and like we yep. we both own businesses and we both do things and you know all that is because of example typically you know you learn and yeah. so that's how I would describe them you know it's just they're just yeah, they're doing things and like yeah. being yeah. responsible humans and making life better
0: yeah Ron is definitely quiet like very observing like <laughs> yeah. i'll step in when i need to but i'll let you kind of like figure it out if you need like maybe i'm suggesting here or too kathy's very hands-on very like hey let's step fix this word for solution well, <laughs> she, she always
1: thinks says this you, you say uh Well, I just think out loud. So these first couple ideas might not be good. I'm (laughs) just thinking out loud. But you'll
0: defend them. (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes I will. And sometimes I'll say, oh, that was a (laughs) dud. But hands-on, both very, very incredibly helpful people, solutionists. Like, you get it from somewhere, for sure.
1: And both of you guys have. Well, like, even, like, uh, you know, I've renovated houses with you guys. And neither of you guys are construction workers. But, like, right. Figured you know, it's just like you just figure it out. You just do it, whatever. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Put yeah. your heart into it. Yeah. Do as well as you can. And we gotta save money, so we're not gonna like go and do it. Like we've got Mark here, so yeah. Like, no, <laughs> we're, yeah. Gonna
4: use Mark. To we're gonna use we so we go economize. economize, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and,
2: and we put in we put in the hours too to yeah. uh, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, no, keep the cost people. down.
4: Yeah.
2: So
0: how did you guys meet? Can you <laughs> want to tell us the story of that?
4: Yeah,
2: she is. Uh, okay, well I'll start. So, uh we met on a uh sk- organized ski trip. So, it was I was going I was part of this uh, German dance group, Austrian Bavarian dance group that my mom belonged to and then was I was the danced. first uh, no I'm not in the group I anymore. We but in, but long, I was part animal. of it we was it was <laughs> a, it was an actual group. We were we were paid to dance okay, and do cool. different things. We even cool. performed in Europe anyway, so but, um so yeah, I was that's the weird. first one of the Go any to any Europe any to perform
3: this. the folk dancing that <laughs> that's <laughs>
2: from there. Yeah, that was weird when the tourists were taking pictures of us and it's like we're tourists but, yeah. but we're we were very traditional and had the traditional garb and everything anyway so i was there the the bank manager was actually my mom's original partner and he became my partner and he organized this trip for the bank and the employees but he also invited us from this dance group anybody that wanted to come on this ski weekend so that was uh, that was why i was there and rod's best friend his Uh, girlfriend worked at that bank and so that's why Rod was there because he got invited by the friends so um, it's interesting Uh, my first impression I remember getting on the bus and seeing seeing Rod and he was a little further down and he was putting I seen him from the back first and it was like oh he's tall and lean I kind of like that look (laughs) and then he put uh, something up in the uh, cubby there and turned and he had a little bit of a a profile his nose uh, and I said ah. In my head, I can live with that. <laughs> I can live with the nose. That was literally my first impression. Uh, but Rod's was was uh, a little, uh, was a little less kind. Mine
3: is, was a lot less kind. I noticed her because she's blonde. Mm-hmm. And um, so my eyes go there kind of quickly. But um, I didn't know much about this bus trip or ski trip. But I knew that the who the organizer was. And I knew he was married. But guess who he's with? Kathy, Hmm. and I'm going, the wife isn't here, I just (laughs) seen them kiss each other, Oh, peck on the cheek, or whatever kind of kiss they did, I don't really totally remember it, and I'm going, oh, oh, she's the ski bunny floozy for the weekend, (laughs) and that was my thought, and I
2: just sat (laughs) down. And I was sitting with him, and he was helping me with my luggage, and...
3: So, anyhow. I did not, not hear this part not, of the story. Not a good in first impression.
2: <laughs> okay, then, so then, how did you go from that to Oh, this? well... Because I said I kind of noticed him right at the beginning, and then they had a wine cheese mixer, and so there was Rod talking with a group of guys. I couldn't tell you yeah, how me many and my or
3: whatever. Four guys that I knew on this thing, you know, so Guy hanging out know, talking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I just inserted myself into that little conversation, and I wanted to talk to Rod, and so I did. And I mean, uh, <laughs> she takes what she wants. <laughs>
3: i like it and then as as fate would conspire then they had meals together so we would have a couple of long tables worth of everybody that was on the ski trip all eating together but somehow we were always close to each other and ended up talking across the aisle across the table night, yeah. and pretty well all the chips are on the table right away because we both had past and uh stuff and so it was
4: kind of a, and they went. Yeah, Yeah. tell that part. Well,
2: the tables were long and we were backs against each other, right? So then it was sort of over our shoulders kind of chit-chatting. And then we decided, uh, well, you know, he invited me to ski with them so to the next day so the the three of them him and his buddy and his gr- his buddy's girlfriend they're very good skiers and i you know had skied a few times and was in reasonable condition but i was not a finesse skier at all <laughs> and so they would ski
4: you know do the nice down
2: and i would hack Hack, hack my fall. way, get to the bottom, fall, but you know, get down there. And then as soon as I'd get there, they they had their little break watching me, you know, and yeah. then they would take off. So and I didn't laugh. get many. I mean, I mean, no. <laughs> I mean no. and then so at, uh, at lunch when we took our break, I had boot rentals and my feet were sore, so I took off my my boots and he massaged my my feet and you know, kind of it was like, oh, he's touching me, like that was <laughs> sort of like the little bit of ooh. Yeah. So anyway, and then we, that was just a weekend thing on the way home Sunday, we sat together on the bus and we were, you know, and definitely. I planned the
3: date, which ended up being the, the day that uh, the Challenger disaster happened to the space shuttle. Mm. So that was an explosive first true date at a luncheon meeting at work sorry well not at work
2: downtown calgary so we're just having our lunch and and looking at the tv screen it was sort of like a deli bar kind of thing yeah and watching oh let's uh watch this right and it takes off and then all of a sudden the thing explodes and we're sort of looking at each other that's that's not supposed to happen and so that was yeah being the nerd i was i said
3: okay well we will you know this, this is this is kind of crazy, and I went back to my office and looked at a diagrammatic map of the that space shuttle to figure out what
0: <laughs> what went wrong.
1: What went wrong? Ah, <laughs> well, it exploded. Rod's on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, figure out the <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah
2: so that that week he moved out of Calgary to oh. Stettler, two and a half hours away, and so it was a long distance relationship, really. Um, which is different than nowadays because there were no texts and yeah. different things. So if you wanted to mail a letter, you had to mail it on Monday so that it would get there before the weekend, Wow, you know, and stuff like that. So it was yeah. a little little different. Um, yeah. It took a little longer
3: for me to kind of respond to it all. It was all good and entertaining because I was uh, sort of at the beginning of it at in the transition of separation and so on. Okay. But... Um, yeah, so it took me a little while to figure out, whether we should be together long term or if this was just a holding pattern. Yeah, but yeah. you knew right away. Oh, I
2: I knew pretty pretty early on, and um, uh, being you know the shy girl that I am, <laughs> I I told him you know probably three or four months in, wrote him a letter. In one of these you know mail it on Monday sort of scenarios <laughs> and uh, uh, said I would make him a good wife and I gave him all the reasons why yeah. and and you know it's just ridiculous so if anybody's seen that movie 10 ways to lose a guy oh yeah yeah yeah, How yeah, lose yeah script, I, I, I probably is. did s- probably six to seven out of the 10 <laughs> but and, you didn't scare, uh, no, didn't scare him off no I didn't scare him off I a should have a catch uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think twice and if you're kidnapped <laughs> So, so what I say, uh, how I describe it in a nutshell is I chased him until he caught me. Hmm. Yeah. In a nutshell. Adorable. (laughs) And you guys got married pretty close. One year exactly after we met. Wow, and, and that was another thing. I always wanted to get married on my mom and dad's anniversary because they got married on my mom's mom and dad's anniversary. So okay. that would make me the third and aniver- third one. Yeah. So that was January 20th. We met on the third weekend of January, and then we got married on the third. third well, January. basically third week of January schedule. on the 20th. It and ended up being a my Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So no, I I did crazy things and embarrassing to to think about but I I bought an engagement ring for myself and started making payments <laughs> and, uh, but then he ended up picking his own so I had to go back to the jewelry store and say yeah look I got my own I don't need this I'll just take that credit back thank you Yeah, that's insane. Oh, <laughs> it's it's crazy that I did all those things I mean yeah yeah but, I mean
0: we got a story out of it. Yeah, well, <laughs> we did, and you the, locked him
2: down. And the the day that he proposed, he, I knew something was possibly up because <laughs> he said, "Get a babysitter," because I already had my first son. He's coming out of a, we- a marriage, and I had a child out of wedlock, out of relationship, just you know, embarrassing circumstances in some ways. But anyway, uh, he said, "Get a date," and so it was like, "Ooh, we're we're doing something, and we're not taking." we're not taking Kurt with us and so I had this feeling so back in those days uh, he, I don't know he didn't have a coat or he didn't have pockets in his pants whatever he gave me his wallet mm. and I went to the bathroom and of course any you know normal girl would go snooping through it right is that not normal? We've all like, been there hundred okay. So I snooped through it and then I found the receipt for an engagement ring <laughs> so now I gotta go back into the restaurant and act like you didn't just see Like what I didn't happened. just see what I just seen, <laughs> so, and I have to wait for him to give it to me and don't know what his plan is. And so all dinner, I'm just kind of looking, is it in the drink? Is it on the... It, what? You know, <laughs> no, he didn't give it to me then. But anyway, that was another bad thing. I never confessed that till after we were married. I thought that yeah. might not be And good. what did you think when she told you that? It was t- too late. We were yeah, married at that point. Yeah, was way. probably one of those. Um, <laughs> yeah, makes know, sense. Checks you, out. Uh, yeah,
3: checks if it's the
2: boxes. T- no,
0: it
3: was... It was
0: she wanted I, I liked outgoing,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked outgoing because uh, just my general disposition is quiet, like Mark said. So it's just,
4: yeah. Yeah.
3: this kind of fit in. The other honorable, we should, uh, with the January 20th, 20th wedding date, so we were the third generation, but... Kurt and Marika I want to give them an honorable mention yeah. that they somehow took the challenge up to be married on January yeah, 20th so, as
4: well
2: so there's
3: four generations
2: on yeah, that Kurt is the oldest before, grandchild which I think just speaks I so think you it's can it's get Levi special. to do it too yeah That's for well, sure that would be amazing that, that sure. would be pretty rare That's, that would be a rare thing yeah <clears> that would
0: be sweet
4: <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: um okay moving on now You guys, like Mark mentioned, is everything is, like, faith-based, and you guys are very, very involved in the church, very involved in religion, Christianity specifically. Um, You're very, uh, like, you encourage, like, a personal relationship with Jesus, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Can you guys tell us how you became Christians, how you, like, knew that that was the path for you? Tell me
2: about that. You go first, son. Oh,
0: really? Okay.
2: Mm, we'll go back.
3: Um, so there was probably so we already met or mentioned that one uh, aspect of my life that had already failed in a big and spectacular and miserable way, which is being uh, divorced, and um, that was one of the circumstances that you know it's it's sometimes hard to get past that mm. um, mentally and and so on. Uh, so that was sort of weighing on me. And then the other thing that weighed on me, um, and I'll just go quickly over it because it's still kind of weird and painful, was um, when I was 21 and in state because I went to SAIT first and then I went to university after five years of working, um, I was dating uh, a girl that was a fr- best friend of my sister's and we were in a car accident and she was killed and I felt very uh, responsible even though I wasn't the driver. I was definitely the senior person and so so I had kind of these two strikes that didn't sit well in my, my mind, my thoughts or whatever. And um, that side of things and then, um, then when we got married I had no problem accepting Kurt as a child uh, and and just adopting him him and and taking him in and really enjoying him and all that side of things. But I had a hard time figuring out that I should have um, more, bring more children into the world. So, because even in those days, now we're talking, you know, whatever,
2: almost five years ago,
3: 40 years ago, yeah exactly but 40 years ago they were still already then on this thing that you know you can't have kids you don't want to overpopulate the world and all this other yeah, stuff yeah. that i think is a little bit skewed for their own agenda yeah. for sure um but anyhow she had to convince me that um that i should have a kid and so it was sort of a, so that boils down to a fear so i got two things i don't feel good about and this major fear now staring me in the face, and uh, because of all that, there was a lot of just searching, and um, she'll tell the the mechanics a little bit more of how it came about. But basically, just knew I couldn't go forward without Still, something that yeah. would give me you know direction, future, insight. Yeah, no, that makes sense, and all that sort of stuff. So it became very personal, very fast, and that's, that's what. Christianity should be, that's what the relationship
0: with Jesus right. should be, it's something's really off where Let am I know. going? That's so interesting, thank you so much for sharing I had no idea and how do you, is that the first time you heard that?
1: Uh, all laid out like that, yeah I've heard bits and pieces of that story um, it is interesting to hear you talk about your divorce and stuff because um, when I got divorced the biggest thing was like well, I'm not going to get married again. I already made that promise once. How do you make the same vow twice? That's right. retarded. You know?
0: Yeah, you're not like
1: that. Um, How did you
0: reconcile that with like he... you?
1: Yeah, like... Yeah, that is a good question. How did you end up reconciling that?
0: Uh, well,
3: because with, with Jesus, yeah. there's ultimate forgiveness. Sure. Oh, right? okay,
0: that makes sense.
3: And not just forgiveness, because... You can forgive somebody who's done something wrong, yeah. hurt you, whatever it is, but to be your proponent to be totally in love with you, you. what to Yeah, yeah. move you forward? Like you and there the was best. a lot of, let's just say, simply speaking, there were a lot of things that God did in a way that was, you know, in this in essence supernatural. Why did that happen right now as I'm struggling with all of this? Especially yeah. because you've yeah. got such
0: a mechanical thought yeah. process yeah. Yep. that Absolutely. you need to make Absolutely. it make sense. Absolutely. That's yeah.
2: interesting.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. So Kathy. Um so what what you didn't quite mention, I don't think, was that you were raised Catholic. So yeah, the foundation okay. of faith was there. Yeah. I was raised in a in a very um, a stable Christian home. Like I said, we always went to church. Mm. Um, My mom, uh, you know, always did a little reading devotional, you know. My dad was a little quieter about his faith, but very supportive. We always went to church together as Mm. a family. And uh, so there was no question about that. And I would say I gave my heart to the Lord, you know, as a teen was confirmed. Um, But I, I, you know, had some questions and walked away from it and, you know, but the thing is, if somebody at any point, even when I was doing things I kind of knew in my heart I shouldn't be doing, if somebody said, "Do you believe if there's a God?" I would have always said yeah. yes. Right. So, um, so I knew exactly what I was doing was not in line with what I kind of in my sure. heart believed. Right. So now we're we're married. He's got baggage. I've got some baggage. We're living in Stettler, and. Um, grappling with this, do we have another kid? We were beside a lady who was Christian. So, of course, I'm home during the day and would chat, you know, over the fence kind of thing, got to be friends with her, and she invited us to her church. And uh, um, interestingly enough, her son was also working for the same company as Rod and they're similar age, and so we started, uh, we got to know them a little bit. And they were uh, living out there at the time as well, and so we all decided we're gonna just go check out this church, like we've been invited. And it was very different because it was not the traditional church that you would yeah, think of. It's not so and It, and was, in a, fashion, it yeah. was in a. It was in a. Theater, kind of in the uh-huh. school theater, and and um, and in United Church and Catholic Church, you're not really exposed to <coughs> altar calls. You're not exposed to the gifts of the Spirit and just the the more of the reality. Before you go on, we've mm. kind of talked about the gifts of the Spirit. Can you mm. give us a quick rundown because
0: you actually know mm-hmm. we're just we don't know. <laughs> well,
2: there's there's some different things that are listed in the Bible. There's the fruits of the Spirit, and there's there's nine of those. Those are things that you can actively work on love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Gentleness was the one I missed. So those are the fruits. Fruits grow. You can, you know, grow fruit. You can work on growing those. Then there's the the gifts of the spirit, and there's um, nine of those as well, Um, and they're broken down into power gifts, um, um, which are healing and miracles and uh prophecy is the verbal so tongues interpretation of tongues and prophecy those are audible or verbal so there's power there's audible and um then there's uh discerning gifts so the gift of discernment a, a word of knowledge and uh yeah. That, think of it uh, more, what's the last one? Jesus yeah. should have looked that up. But there's three, three of those. So,
4: um, interesting. So yeah. they
2: and they all have like a word of knowledge is you, you, you know, God reveals something to you about this person that you wouldn't um, know. No. I, I can give you an example of it because it was part of our yeah. uh, of our yeah. coming to the Lord. So Perfect. here we are in this church. We're watching the worship is awesome. You know, it's very engaging and it yeah, was like lively, okay, right? Lively and <laughs> engaging. And it was Sunday. Sunday
3: entertainment for us. Yeah, and yeah it was yeah, like,
2: yeah. okay, well, this is, this is, you know, a bit of a departure from just sort of the traditional hymns, which I do still appreciate. But this was, you know, a more full band and that whole thing. And then um, my cousin was visiting from Calgary one weekend. So she's sitting there with us. And all of a sudden, the pastor's wife, who was also the pianist, comes off of the platform and comes right up in front of us and starts talking to my cousin. Mm -hmm. And the Lord had given her a word of uh, knowledge. Oh, a word of wisdom is the other one that I missed, Uh, which is, you know, a a solution or like something more instructive, right? So a word of knowledge she gave was, the Lord just showed me a picture of you alone in a room crying and he wants you to know that you're not alone and that he loves you. And she was just not even finished speaking. And my cousin just burst into tears. And and it's like, what is going on? And, you know, so then she just ministered, you know, I don't know if she sang over her exactly what she did, but she just reinforced God loves you. You're, you have a purpose. You're special. All of that and uh later i you know after the service so that got me crying it got rod crying we're just kind of going whoa that was whatever that was that was powerful and then um after the fact we find out that my cousin she had been really struggling with depression and that week she had been alone in her room crying and contemplating suicide and so we had watched these people move out in the giftings before and so going well that's kind of entertaining but you know they know these people whatever but then I knew they barely know us they don't know who this person is and I didn't even know that she was struggling with depression so it wasn't like I came to them and I said hey look I got my cousin coming out and you know just be awesome if you could just pray over her because she's really struggling with depression they knew nothing and so I knew that was God and what that did was it opened us up to them to trust that what we were witnessing, what they were teaching us, what we were seeing, was not fabricated or manufactured or uh, like the oh hey you know just that person over there you know just like say that over get there. get a random person to yeah to exactly say yeah. and it looks like it's all random and it's all orchestrated I knew it wasn't right interesting yeah so that was one of the first yeah I think that's the mechanics that the, the mechanics about, right? of that and. And then I think um, you know one other. Th- so our friends. So this was the son of the neighbor. Um, they weren't even safe. Sandy didn't grow up in a Christian home. It was a solid, very conservative home on a farm, but she had not go- been exposed to church at all. So now they're coming, and um, the first time I felt like the Holy Spirit prompt me to move out and and respond in an active way was we're sitting there in church and and they were giving an altar call. And I said to Rod, I said, I just got my heart's pounding. I just feel this, like I should be going over to Dave and Sandy and taking their little girl so they can go up to the altar. And Rod's going, no, don't do that. Like, no, you you can't do that. And I said, I can't, I can't shake it. So I walk towards them. I don't even say anything. They give me Ashley and they go up to the front. You know, he crumbles at the altar. They get saved. We've been friends ever since, really good friends. And they haven't turned back and we haven't turned back. So um, that was, that's, that's the kind of where we got into you know, there is more to church than what we maybe were aware of and we want to we want it. Very so. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Now I've seen I mean I obviously am in a relationship with Mark, so I have seen some of the benefits if you're what I think is because of your Christian parenting style. I think that I have a lot because I have that foundation as well. But how important was having a background in religion, and how did that benefit your parenting style? Yeah, well,
3: there's so much in the Bible about generally parenting, and you can, um, what's neat about the, the word is that there's usually a fullness in the word. There's, you can find places where it gives you this advice, or you could say it gives you this advice, and so that's where the discernment of the spirit comes in. What is God really asking me to do? Because He's laid out a couple of choices here for how we could generally direct something. Um, but you um, you try to sense that, and you pray into that, and you try to discuss it for us. Obviously, as a as being married and raising a family, so that's how we went about trying to you know incorporate it to a large degree it's obviously all the values and all that sort of stuff you know you got to be you got to be walking that out and uh, you got to be showing that which that's
1: one thing i've said about you guys where i just don't like a lot of christians because they're all just so full of it but i genuinely feel like you guys are some of the true christians out there that truly believe truly actually
4: try to help
1: people walk the walk and you know if you're not enacting those good values you I would have never picked them up. Right. You could tell me them all day long, yeah. but unless yeah, you guys exactly. were doing it. Yeah. So I've always, yeah. Yeah. I always appreciated that where, you know, we have different religious beliefs, but at least I can respect yours because I know it's genuine to you guys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah a couple of weeks ago, we were talking just about how, like, there are things in the Bible that you, because you say that you're a Christian, you cannot agree with. Like, it's in the Bible. It's so strict. You can't go to, like, where the Quran is. And then just start picking and choosing, because yeah. that's not religion, that's not the point, that's not whatever. And you two are, like, some of the few people that don't sugarcoat things, that don't sit in this gray area because it feels better. Like, you're very black and white about the Bible, and I I really respect you guys for that.
2: Um, well, just a uh, thought, too, was the Ten Commandments. My mom had them on the fridge, and it was kind of like, if you stick and live your life by these... You know, yep. that's that's going to be pretty good guideline. And so, what's what's interesting when you uh, look at society in general, um, the shift really happened after the Ten Commandments were taken out of the schools. Yeah. And um, all the stuff now about gun controls and different things. I was listening to something the other day, and and it was people from our generation and and uh, from rural communities. It's like. Guns aren't the problem. Everybody wants to make guns the problem because people used to have them in the back of their pickup truck. Like they were just hanging there. Everybody had a gun. Like it was no big deal at all. And there was never any school shootings or mass shootings because there was a moral compass that. A moral framework um, that
1: most of us could agree with yeah, yeah.
2: and and so there yeah. was that it was so
1: it was so uh, obvious that you would think most of us could agree with it you know yeah like, don't kill people yeah, yeah. don't really? sleep with people's wives
4: yeah you yeah. know yeah. Don't, don't steal, steal.
1: Yeah. you know <laughs> like, you would think that all these things in society we could agree upon but no yeah it's it's not so
2: anymore. yeah like it's like what part is- here you know honor your mother and father uh you know like don't lie You know, don't give a false testimony. Like, (laughs) which of these things are going to be detrimental to society, right? Anyway, so this is where I just kind of go, we don't have a gun problem. We have a moral problem. Morality problem, 100%. Right? Um, And
1: and we also got, like, a mental illness problem where, like, you know, these children are brought up on social media and are just drowned in this thing that we have no ability to, like, fully comprehend
0: we're not smarter than an ai
1: yeah like yeah so you know there's also that for sure but definitely you know if you have a strong moral compass you're not going to be stealing Mm -hmm. stuff like
0: yeah Yeah, i think we
3: also yeah i agree with you and i think that freedom to um develop as you go along sort of thing like you I mentioned I had a lot of freedom growing up. We did a lot of things. Some of them were bad, and you're learning from them. We yeah. didn't do certain things over again. But you also, <laughs> growing up, I kind of don't know if you would say you had absolute freedom, but you knew something about boundaries. You knew what yeah, you like, could do, and you're trying to establish, you know, sort of things so that you know you what your playground is. Yeah, that's like, a, that's one a of the biblical we, concept. God takes care of his business, and there's certain things that he gives us, to take care of our business, so that's and boundaries, to and me he
2: gives boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And, and
3: so you know, yeah,
1: we grew up where we were still allowed to just. You guys were like, go, go, be free, and yeah, then come we would back literally and <laughs> run around all day. In, uh, yeah, we left alone, so like we're we get, we're given tons of freedom, but then yeah, we would occasionally like, get into trouble, run yeah. <laughs> around in a construction site set off a fire extinguisher, but like it was never like we went and burnt down a thing because yeah, yeah. there's still some form of respect taught And yeah. but boys will be boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. You, you weren't out there with spray cans no, the no. vandalizing yeah. the yeah. neighborhood or there's
1: one Whatever. thing if you find a nail gun and shoot a couple extra nails into a board, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: What was the most important thing to you guys
2: when it came to parenting? Um I think uh, you know. There's that uh, uh, just popped in my head. Wings, wings to fly. But how does that go? And a uh, place to come back to, or no? Uh, mm, uh, roots and yet wings, uh-huh, right? Yeah. Roots and yet wings. So yeah, coming you're back grounded, to roots, but
3: yet you're free to do stuff, right? Mm, and yeah, so yeah,
2: yeah. Um, and healthy boundaries that are age appropriate. So Dad sure. kind of mentioned it. It wasn't like when you were. Four and five that you were allowed to own. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you yeah. were teenagers, right? Yeah, like, yeah. what is appropriate for any given age? Yeah. It's appropriate when you're five to pour your own cereal on a Saturday morning before cartoons. Yeah. Right? In fact, it should just be like right. That's that's you should know how. You should know. Yeah. How, right that's it's crazy. Some uh, some children don't. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. they they are not. Anyway, that was that was kind of something. What is age appropriate? for uh, a boundary for for this right not too much responsibility not too little responsibility because I think either way if you do too much then you're you're robbing your kids an opportunity to grow like the other day um, you know it's like okay this is uh, you know our little grandson he's six um, we were chopping up a, a wiener to put into, you know, a sausage to put into like an egg scramble or something, yeah. and I was doing it, and he was, he was there helping me and crack some eggs, and then it was like, can I let him cut this, and I, I just thought, I think, I think I can, I won't give him the sharpest knife <laughs> in the drawer, right, yeah. um, but I, I think he's gonna be okay, and yeah. he was, yeah. right, so it's like, teach teach yeah. right yeah. give that them was the one thing like we were
1: riding pedal bikes early yeah. like we were taught all we were taught how to swim i know people who don't yeah. know how to swim yeah. like basic yeah. things i feel like i got a well rounded everything yeah. you know this is a hammer this is how you swing a hammer
3: sure like and i think too like another thought on the freedom expanding the freedom that you guys had freedom you always had friends so what did we allow you to do you, as much as yeah. possible, you could have those friends at our place, and that's sort of yeah. That was
1: very early, well. where it's like and you're not allowed a friend over because well, because Mark, you did something bad, you know. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, but yeah. other than for that, yeah, you guys were always like, yeah, bring your friends over, go Like it was the place to be usually
2: yeah and I mean there's there's some extreme examples that I can think of one that just makes me laugh so I think it might have been for your graduation huh. or or brands I don't know which what one level, right, a high age? school and okay. so they wanted a a, a sleepover kind of have and it's like okay again I would rather you guys are over at our place and you're doing a fire pit or whatever and you're ha- all hanging out here and um I don't know where how this ended up but then um the next morning we uh rod wanted a haircut i used to be a hairdresser right so we go downstairs and in the hairdressing room which is the storage kind of with room with the only
1: concrete floor with,
2: with the a kind of just linoleum floor and there were bodies all the way there were people on these couches and people on these couches and ones laying on stepping the rug the people on the stairs. Stepping almost <laughs> like it just like oh and then we get into the the turn on the light and there was somebody there. But the crazy part is, it was somebody we'd never met before. It's <laughs> like <laughs> and we're waking them up, and it's like hello. And it's How's uh, the concrete
4: uh, floor. Uh, yeah, there. and it's like <laughs> hi.
2: Uh, this I'm I'm Kathy. This is Rod. This is our house. Trying to get them a are, haircut. Who, who, who are you? Exactly. Like, it was just strange. And then, you know, cook a big breakfast for everybody yeah. and and do that. And I, I think um, I still know a lot of the kids that came around our place all those years and still have, I think, a, a good relationship with them. Some sure. of them are now pastors and leaders in our church and ones that, you know, we're still, and I still feel that uh, sense of, yeah you know like I'm gonna encourage you that was a great message send a text say you know
3: mm-hmm. whatever but yeah yeah and I think the other thing to put into what we tried to do parenting wise was uh, we sort of said it with the friends and um, it's also though the involvement to, we mm-hmm. didn't we definitely had restrictions on what you were going to be involved with if we knew it knew about it <laughs> so yep. to speak
4: no but, Pokemon. Uh,
3: Yeah, you have no Pokemon, but, but, um, but, uh, what we tried to do is whatever the activity or event or situation and stuff like that, um, interest perhaps, perhaps (laughs) we were involved in, um. Well, in part we used to say that was her full time job was
2: um, being involved with. Yeah. Yeah, So when they were when they were preschool, right? Then I got involved. Like Kurt was six years older than Mark, so he was already in school. Then then it was going to nursery school with Brant and Mark. And Brant wouldn't stay unless I was there. So then Mark got to start early because mm-hmm. they That's let me so l- let me age. let me bring him along if I was willing to, to stay, then. right? Yeah. And so um, so I went. I graduated from nursery school and I got the diploma. And hmm. because I I went and then partway through, this is a funny story, not about Mark but Brant. You know the lady saying they're good. You know just go. Yeah. You know so I I just kind of grabbed my bag and headed the door and I'm just kind of putting the keys in the car and I look over my shoulder and there's the nursery school te- teacher chasing Brant down the sidewalk uh. out into the parking lot because he realized I left <laughs> and for how independent he is he was very uh glued onto me well, when he was point young point. and Mark almost didn't happen because Brant yeah, was, like was a, a challenge Brant was a baby. challenge and so uh. so then the only way that Brant would stay in nursery school is if he had my car keys in his pocket and then he would go play and go to the different little <laughs> stations or <smart>. whatever <laughs> security so, yeah. so that was, that was... Where's the uh, car keys, Brad? I dug a hole. <laughs> uh, yeah, very <embarrassing. laughs> So the other thing about the school, so, you know, even talking about school and the changes that were happening. So we were very involved with starting a Christian school at our church. Be, uh, so we were on the, I don't know if you want to call it a committee or whatever. We were the first group, though that uh that launched the whole thing picked us a, a curriculum style and yeah. we were involved from uh, conception and um it's over 20 years later and we're still involved serving on the board so still yeah. very heavily involved and then during the years that you guys were in school i uh, i was working there yeah. um as a volunteer though but i was there full time yeah you're a gym teacher for a couple of years who knows what else you did yeah. but yeah yeah. Did did a lot of various things. In, to, in the
1: office stuff as well, right? But the yeah. things
2: that I enjoyed most were the coaching, was going on oh. the, the trips with you guys, yes. taking yeah. groups, of kids, taking right. taking groups of kids to the, the states for student conventions. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> so that kind, of, that kind of stuff was uh, fun for me. So my... I, I, you know, don't know if I, sh- if I should apologize for that. Sorry for being there for everything. <laughs> no, no. Like, uh, I, I,
1: I really enjoyed that school growing up. Like, it was just, it was just. There was, yeah. I could yeah, just okay, do what I wanted. Time. It really, like, just gave me more freedom. And like, independence. Like, yeah, okay, really I'm going to play video games in the morning. I'm going to finish all my homework in the afternoon. Like, yeah. Yeah. that's how I'm going to do it today because I woke up tired. Like, and, yep. You know, I was still one of the only people that graduated. Yeah. But yeah. it taught me how to manage myself, it really exactly. did,
2: Right. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some valuable skills that yeah. that that came out of that. And then life. just
1: like going through that school for so long and like yeah, like you said, you're still fr- like still you're friends with some of my friends now yes, who yes, are now literally. with children like yeah. Uh, yeah. my best friends child and your grandchild they're close you know yeah, so yeah, there's
2: still uh there's it, just
1: all these ties and i really love that part of it for yeah, sure i yeah. do too
2: because you don't get that uh sense of yeah. community or relationship yeah. if you're church hopping right yeah so or I, if you go to
1: a public school with 800
2: people well, yes I, and I was gonna,
3: that yeah so community we both grew up in small communities two three hundred people so community is very important and not that church is just about a social
2: club or a community yeah. but that is a added benefit for the yeah. good times and the bad times. That's yeah, what the so, Bible says. He you know, puts people in um, families, right? So it is a family. The other, the other thing I
3: wanted to mention and to why we got so involved in the school, because it's pertinent to nowadays as well, but it felt like the tip of the iceberg in those days. Mm. Um, in 98, when we started this school, or 99, Yeah, 98. Um, that was the columbine shooting days that had just happened so that was the first mass school shooting in the u.s right and tabor happens shortly after that shortly i don't know time frame exactly and also then in calgary there was a specific situation where a student jabbed another student in the neck with a pencil crazy so we just went let alone so that's the violent aspect let alone the garbage that was being taught so again we knew the curriculum we had a chance to to understand it and pick it and see what it did and so on and so forth yeah so it was it's so
0: funny that you guys like it's so interesting not even funny like this is it's crazy that this is all coming back full circle because I went to the ACE program and then I went to just a Christian school with like a different program Mm -hmm. and then into like a public system for one semester and I was terrified like terrified. I begged my aunt and uncle to let me go back to the ECA program, or to ECA, to the ACE program. And it was like life-changing. I have the best friends. I have the best, like, but I was terrified to be in a public school system. It was so crazy. And so for you guys to have like that as one of your motivations, it worked. Yeah. yeah. No, like, that was, was definitely, for sure safe. definitely
2: part of the motivation. Okay. I remember like just one thing that, sorry, Mark for okay. cutting you off, but no, 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 uh, no. I remember even when I was going to school and in high school and there was sort of this ethics conversation and it still stuck with me and it was, uh, ethics. So you got this many people in a boat and you're, if if you keep everybody in the boat, you can survive this long and share the food. If you, you know, and it was basically, so should you for the better good of, you know, to make sure at least some survive, should you basically huck somebody over kind of concept, right? And yeah. that, that horrified me. I went home and I talked to my mom about it because it was really like, what you make? What you want me to answer this question? And my mom went back, and she was again, you know, not uh, from a whole completely different culture, raised in Germany during the war, whatever. But she went in, and she was involved in the school board meetings that they would have, and would come and speak up. And she said, "What? What? What are you doing? How old were you?" This was probably junior high, or you know, and it was like, "What? This is not right." So it's that whole, you know, devaluing of life. Which is part of the... So did they have a correct answer then? Well, I, I don't remember oh, okay. how at all. Sure. I just remember that. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was starting back then, you know, we, yeah. we kinda think that this this is all just happened, but it has been very systematically yeah. occurring. And devaluing life, taking value away from life. Yeah. You know, and so um, and that's what we're that's what we're seeing everywhere we we look. You know, it's like oh old people are inconvenient. Let's make it easier to to kill people if they're a little sick oh well now they don't even need to have a life-threatening illness like you just need to be depressed you know like it's just getting easier and easier to darker and darker uh, and darker and And abortion till birth oh no that's not good enough full term let's give them another 30 days after like i mean just straight murdering like it is just like holy cow yeah it's funny we always talk about like
1: 5,000 years ago, what were these crazy, uh, like the Aztecs? No, you know, child child we, sacrifices. Yeah, we talk about the Aztecs and they're like, wow, millions of skulls, child skulls. And child it's skulls, like, those are like, rookie just go numbers to New compared. York, no yeah, problem. Yeah, just go to New York, you'll <laughs> see a pile of skulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Disgusting. So, yeah. but anyway, uh, yeah. going back to school real quick that here, yeah. um, so my brother he left the school, Brand,
2: yeah,
1: he kind of chose to do that,
2: he chose to do that, so he. In grade ten, he did grade ten, and then he really wanted to be in a bigger school, yeah. have bigger teams, and a different experience. So yeah. at that point, we said, okay, um, then you have to figure it out. Yeah. So it's like I'm not going to go looking around. He, he went not,
3: into school in into grade eleven. Did yes, not? he started yes. grade yeah. eleven, yeah. Yeah.
2: but yeah. he he had to figure out how are you going to get there yeah what we are said you, we don't
3: agree with the decision because yeah, it you was stay comfortable here. what we were doing yeah, right so yeah.
2: we would prefer you stay here and so if this is what you want to do we won't stop you and I'm not sure we could have, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, and so he had to go register and yeah. do all that. If you need some paperwork or Think whatever. The, yeah, of signature give, signed. Yes, come we'll I'll, sign I'll do them, that. And then, and then that's it. Even though that wasn't our first choice for him, we supported that. Yeah. And yeah. then we yeah. went to so all then, the games and we still yeah, exactly. did all that's the, what I was say. you know.
3: We still tried to yeah. find a way for that to work for him. Yeah. yeah. So it then w-
1: my next question would be, if I would have tried to left, you would have let me leave, but you just want to. Again, done it we, for me. That's right. We, we,
3: would, we, didn't yeah, do, we, we wouldn't yeah. have done it still, for you. Yeah. It didn't change our mind on what the better... Yeah. To us, what the better path would have been at the time. And like you said, you still had to make the most out of it, and it's worked out that you did. You oh, yeah, yeah. You, g- yeah. Well, you that's the a thing. bunch you of can... those inner kind of strength yeah. things.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. You can... Take any situation, use it for your advantage if you're clever enough.
3: Right.
4: Yeah.
1: Right. So,
3: so yeah, it, it was uh it was it was tough on us. I think you know there was a lot of other family complexities at the time. Um, yeah. But it was a it was like oh oh, man, and
2: and oh, probably no, some don't. challenges from other people too that you're letting him do that and you're so involved in the leadership of the mm. school and different things and it's like. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we, we, yeah. you know, Makes you don't hold a grudge. Enough. Like, yeah. it's like you made a decision, so now we're going to move forward in that yeah. and make it the best that it is. We're not going to give you the cold shoulder because you kind of, you kind of gave us the cold shoulder. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's that, yeah,
3: age appropriate and moving with your kids, but still trying to, um,
0: Direct,
3: direct, or understand, and, what the, and he had the valid li- reasons for doing it, be. right? He yeah. wanted oh to yeah. do a shop oh class. Yeah. He
2: wanted to be on yeah. a team. he was very And the smaller at that school point. didn't have some of those things. That yes, we had sense. teams, but they weren't in the same <laughs> league, so to say, yeah. Yeah. literally, no. literally, no, literally. Yeah. literally, right? Yeah. And yeah. and so it's it it was appropriate, right? Um, there, that's an age you're almost an adult where you have to allow allow for some decision making to be made you don't want uh, you know levi doesn't get to pick his school yeah, our yeah, little yeah. grandson he's well you can give him six, that same six. offer levi if you figure out how to go to the <laughs> yeah, world, yeah sort your transportation out no yeah, go can, for it right so pack your own I mean, lunch that's where <laughs> yeah. he gets to decide what he wants on his sandwich yeah, you know yeah, yeah. that's age appropriate yeah. what do you want on your sandwich that, that makes you sense. know
0: so anyway next questions uh legacy we're going to talk about legacy briefly um what is something that's important for you to leave as far as legacy goes on the earth and then we're going to get a little bit more specific as far as family but first of all like when you think about like if you died tomorrow what would your legacy be on the earth
3: yeah this is a tough tougher one and yet it's straightforward because we're doing it i guess in some ways i i summarized it I sort of said it's an enduring, life-giving impact to people for God's kingdom. It's kind of what I said. So I tried to put it into like a mission or a vision statement or something like that. Um, And then we're just, you know, basically we want to do, for the legacy that we have described, or we want to leave something that is part of the church system. We want to leave something that helps people through the church, but also... There's missionaries that we're involved with that um, we want to help. When we thought about giving to their causes or what they're trying to do, it was like we chose things sometimes that were um, more tangible. They were what we call bricks and mortar. Basically, there's something that endures from a generation to a generation. There's a legacy aspect to it. So, yeah, we're, we're a little bit about helping or impacting people and something that is...
2: So, uh, you know, when you think about legacy, a simple way, you know, in my mind is, if you died, what are people going to say about you at your funeral? Right. That's, that's your legacy, right? And so hopefully, um, you know, there's a certain um, sphere of influence that you have. Not everybody has the same amount of influence, but it's, it's my hope that whatever legacy we have, that it's, it's that we touched as many people as we could, right? Yeah,
1: like how many people even just can say, yeah, no, it was crazy. I was renting from them, and then they gave me a little discount right when I needed it or just covered that or whatever. How many times like have you just every helped people financially? I meet. Yeah. You know, I feel like just, every
0: person I meet comes in and be like, Oh, Oh God, yeah. They, they, want, me they loved me. Yeah. 10 literally. years ago. I'll never forget that. 15 years ago. I'll never forget that.
2: Yeah. yeah. So those are, those are the things. Sometimes you get the credit for it. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. That's where the motivation isn't about, yeah. you know, what legacy am I leaving? Yeah. My motivation is, you know, when I hit those pearly gates or whatever, and I'm facing my judgment day, that the Lord's yeah. going to say, "Well done, good and faithful servant." Yeah. You right. know, you used what I gave you. You didn't hoard. You 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 shared. You mentioned. Um, we, we have rental properties so you know we're constantly working with different people right. I have a soft spot for single moms. yeah yeah, yeah. right and, and that goes so far back uh, because I was a single mom yeah. so there's something in me there's where I'm usually renting to a few and there's some that have transitioned through and yeah and yeah you know if, if it was a business model only um, then it wasn't the best business model, uh, but still pretty y- good, but, but not the best, y- not the best, uh, best model, but that hasn't been our full motivation. Yeah. Yes, we, we do have to run it as a business or our rentals to a certain degree because it isn't a charity, yeah. but, um, somebody said something just the other day at lunch and I just love that, um, he, there's, they no said, in, chari- the, charity, there's no love in charity. Yeah, there's no love there's in no charity.
1: No love. Just giving people money without them having to earn it or having to do something for it. Responsibility. Yeah. And,
2: and they were down here and they're trying to, you know, improve improve the situation here in Panama and give people opportunities in their Christian organization. And I love that. And that, I think, subconsciously is our approach. I love working with people that you can see are trying to, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, they just need a little boost, they just need yeah. a little help. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want to,
1: they're to at the edge it. of the
2: pool and their hand is out.
1: All yeah. you gotta do
2: is just pull them out.
1: Yeah. Well, some yeah. people are just out in the center, just yeah, and, and, and you're and just and like, honestly, okay, I can't do I, nothing. I
4: think
3: what's interesting too, for, yeah, for her too, she also does that emotional, like she's pretty engaging, fairly street wise, and uh, also like qb in a lot of ways you know very interested in the person and why are they where they're at but not just why are you there where what how what are you The plan going how are we how how can i motivate how can i help direct or think change thinking and stuff she's always been kind of like that with the
2: it, it is interesting because, of course, you know, we've had lots of opportunities. People come to the church with needs, and and sometimes you know you can see where you've made a difference. And other times, you know, people take and do whatever, and and then they leave. And uh, um, uh, so I've I've kind of experienced both, and I've had somebody ask me, you know, how do you how do you keep kind of putting yourself out there a little bit or doing that? And it's like. If it was, again, going back to um, just wanting to somehow be elevated in other people's lives mm-hmm. because I'm a good person or whatever, you. Um, then that wouldn't be the right motivation. And and so there's a scripture that I think of, it's just do all things as unto the Lord. And whether, whether this person actually takes advantage of this opportunity or mis- misuses our generosity, I won't be responsible mm-hmm. for that. I'll be responsible for trying to be a good steward of my resources and then that's I guess part of um you know wisdom right yeah Uh, how much can I extend and and you know we've seen that in church too where people are so uh, focused on helping others that to the neglect of their own relationship or their own children cup and their own yeah and it's like no this is why um, your capacity, I think, in part, is determined by you. Got to manage the stuff that God's given you to manage before you can, you know, branch out and start helping others with their situations. If you're not managing your own, right? Mm-hmm. And and it started just with little little things like. Um, I'm not sure if i should share this or not but i've known b literally names. her whole life mm-hmm. and we were actually in the beginning um fairly good friends with her parents yeah and uh, but uh just different capacities i guess because i would you know get my little house all cleaned up and do my laundry and take care of my garden and do whatever and then i would load up my kids drive across town and spend a morning with with your mom, and she was scrambling like yeah. it just was a scramble, Cassidy and she's matters. not a not a bad person right. or anything. And I can remember just kind of going, "Wow, like this is." I can't even see the floor here because there's so many clothes in yeah. the laundry room. It's like here. H- how about give me a couple garbage bags? I'll just take those home and get you caught up. And you then know? you bring it back
0: folded. Folded. Right, so <laughs> two
2: big garbage bags. And then the full floor's covered
0: again for you to take uh, it, the next load. It's, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's,
2: it's it was just interesting. It's like okay, laundry isn't. We've been blessed. That in that, that complicated. Kind of, I yeah. I don't know. We, yeah.
0: But oh. capacity, I mean, yeah. it's right. We we talk a lot about, like, if your desk is a mess, your head probably is, too. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah. everybody yeah. has heard my here. story. So, like, yeah. But, no, I mean, and it's crazy, too, how... Oh, oh. oh, that's talking. the kitty. <laughs>
1: yeah. Munching on my
0: cords. So. Oh, yeah, no, we don't want Marcus that. Marcus got a new kitty for his birthday. But and uh, he's a little handful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally a handful. A handful. Yeah. But, I mean, oh. no, it's amazing even being with Mark and, like, because I've known you my whole life, literally Mm -hmm, my whole life. So there's a lot of context behind even understanding why he is the way he is and... No, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that, that I think Rod wrapped it up, you know, we hopefully, you know, that there's some enduring things that, you know, people's lives that we've impacted their kids that we've impacted. Um, oh, This is so cute. So one of the ladies that is a single mom that we've been, you know, renting to for a long time, she actually comes to my ladies Bible study now. Um, and her one daughter is not old enough to go to youth. So she comes. And uh, then so sometimes she sits with all the ladies and sometimes she goes and plays with uh, with our grandson if he happens to be there or whatever. But this time she was sitting there and she was sitting beside me and. and then we had a little thing at the end where, okay, pray for the person beside you. Mm. And and so Tiana was going to pray for me. And I thought, well, this would be, if she wants to help, you know, that'd be this awesome. She's, yeah. I'm not going to force her to or yeah. anything. And so she watched all the other ladies pray. And then she prayed and I almost teared up because it was like, we just love you so much. And thank you for helping us. And just, just. Like a kid would pray, but it was so real. And it was just, it was like, that was legacy. Yeah. That was a legacy moment, if you will. Like, I have made a difference, not only in the mom's life, but this little girl's life. And you would never have known that if she didn't. Yeah, like, I mean, I know it in the natural. Yes, it's probably helped our association. And the, the nice thing about that, you know, is that, Um, Tanya, I'm going to say her name.
4: Uh, She's
2: also... Proud friend, I like uh, that. uh, uh, You know, yeah. Like, she's also not just been, uh, you know, like you say, a taker. Like, she has taken that hand opportunity but there's also times where i've said yeah. hey can you, you give me a hand she's a painter yes i'll pay her or, or, yeah, or yeah whatever yeah. i don't want to ever be taking advantage of that because you but owe it's me. one of
1: those things where it's like hey we can Respect. both really benefit from this if you take the opportunity yeah and lots of people synergy don't. so often. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: and nobody talks about relationships like that synergy like I, it matters
1: yeah i i know yeah. i benefited extremely from that where it's like oh, I got this small opportunity from these guys, I'm going to capitalize on it. Like, you you gotta, you gotta take advantage of those things. Mm -hmm. But you also have to give back, too. Yeah,
2: Yeah. because you're part of it. So that's that's legacy and, uh, you know, relationships. And here's something, a throwback to my mom, because I do miss her, she's been gone... Uh, eleven years now. Anyway, one of the things she immigrated to Canada at as a mid teenager and she kept relationships from, from the kids she went to confirmation with and, and you know, and she kept those relationships she even you know through to the end of her life and I just think wow that was effort that was lots of letter writing back in those days they Mm. go back and visit some of them came to Canada and just the value she placed on that and the effort she put into it and I I have friends like that um, that you know, mean a lot to me as, as well. That you know, um, Vivian is one one lady. Met her at church. She was just sitting there. I again being shy person. I just introduced myself and <laughs> invited myself over for for coffee because she was a nanny and couldn't couldn't come visit me. You know, so or or meet me for coffee. I said well, I don't mind. I i can pick up some donuts or whatever. And and uh, so we've been we've been friends ever since. But it's a a mutual thing. It's not always just a one-way thing right yeah yeah, yeah. and uh she's very sweet and just uh before we left i don't know it was friendship day or something and she sent an anniversary card for our friendship and and it's like oh wow like i wish sometimes i was a little more sentimental i lean a bit more towards the practical sometimes (laughs) but i thought that was so sweet anyway that's legacy amazing
0: okay And then kind of narrowing that down a little bit, and you might have spoken to this a little bit in this, but as far as the boys and what you want to leave for just the family and just, like, what are the thoughts that you want them to carry on? What are some of the, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, I think Mark touched on it a little bit, you know, uh, especially for me, It's, it's sort of like that's... I don't want to say life's work, but that was, you know, I want to be a mom. I want to raise kids. This is, you know, what I've built my life around. We made that a very intentional thing. And when I was working full time, it was at the school with them, you know, like it was not an independent thing and everything was with them still. Um, So it's uh, some of those core Values that they would be in, instilled in them, so that's part of the the legacy. Also, just to have them be established so that they can um, be self reliant, that they would have mm. a leg up. My dad, sitting right here beside me, is being very quiet, but he helped us, and we, uh, you know, hopefully made some good choices. And we would have rentals, but we wouldn't have as many if I hadn't gotten some early inheritance. So um, mm. we're hoping to you know, pass on some, some real opportunity to our kids in the form of income. And it's again, hopefully they'll, they'll follow a little bit of that model. It's not just about the bottom line. It's about, you know, can you, um, help people. Can you make a difference? You know? Um, and they've, they've done that. They've done that a lot Mm -hmm. with three, with three boys and all the single women that I've helped. Like I can't even tell you how many times I've called on my boys and I said, Hey, can you help me get this, this lady moved? And I'd say, yeah,
1: it's Friday evening. And I got Nothing, Nothing better. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and they and they would Godless, do it free <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And you know, and and again, there were times where I would I would pay them a little bit for doing it. Not every single time, but there sometimes were times. Sometimes it's
1: just pizza, you know, and that's it, fine too. Yeah, right?
2: like sometimes it was that because I don't ever, you know, even when you've worked for us, don't want you to feel. Again, you got to do this. You're obligated. It's like no, I don't need to take advantage of you. I appreciate yeah. the help, and if I'm going to pay somebody, I'm happy to pay you if you're willing to do this. Yeah, and so I think that is part of the legacy and of course the faith legacy would yeah. be nice you know yeah. uh, my life we're, scripture
3: we're definitely yeah go is for uh
2: joshua twenty four fifteen. you know like w- probably the one i it's as for me and my house I'll we serve will the serve the lord yeah. you know yeah. and uh yeah so that's that's hmm. kind of so
3: we want to definitely do the material thing like we said the income and the leg up so that you can Get ahead a little quicker. It's probably even more important in these days with the way um, inflation and economies go and just the uh, the toughness of getting... General Armageddon yeah. at the dark Yeah, that sort of thing. So, <laughs> you know, we want to make sure that there is some kind of backstop there. We mentioned, you know, kind of trying to backstop uh, things at the church and, you know, things through yeah. the church would be missionaries, but then there's all this um, aspect of being best in you guys helping you so that you guys too are you and know, productive members of society god-fearing productive members of society something along that and line and we're
2: Jenna. we're also i mean hoping the family l- aspect of the legacy <clears throat> continues right like yeah. connecting with your with your brothers it's you're all three absolutely so different it's not mm-hmm. maybe as natural as in some families you have to work at it because uh, you wouldn't necessarily normally pick each other to be friends. So hopefully one thing that we've left is, you know what? You're not always going to agree on everything, but you are family.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: And, uh, you know, that means something. That means something, right? So, yeah. Amazing. Well, I mean,
0: I think that you guys are incredible parents. It's, It's very clear to see that these kids were very loved and supported and principle-based and just being here with Mark and Brandt on the island for the last month, you did very well. I mean, I know I'm a little bit biased, but you guys did <laughs> incredible. Yes, I'm, got a little bit. I just
2: I just wrote down a legacy of two words here, love and faith, mm. Mm. interchangeable, because you can't really have, in our, our view, uh, takes faith sometimes to love. And if you love, you know, um, for for us, love is our faith demonstrated, so interchangeable. That's a good way to put it. That's perfect. Cool. Um, okay, so we're going to kind of focus the sh- Oh, the one sh- more little note I just read, which right. kudos to my dad sitting right here. And he says, this is the legacy. When your kids are little, you look after them. Mm-hmm. Then there's a season where everybody looks after themselves, mm-hmm. and then, you know, there comes a season at the end of life where your kids, hopefully, will help you and look after you. Yeah. So I, I think that. Um That's a good, good motto. And uh, like my dad, you know, we don't ever have to worry about financially, uh, you know, looking after him. And that was part of our our goals too. And some of our choices and decisions is that we'll never be at least a financial burden. Hopefully we won't be a burden in any way, but we certainly are not gonna leave you without resources to look after us when we are at that stage. So there you go.
0: Amazing. Um, okay, so we're going to shift the focus over to Marcus. The burning questions that I think oh, yeah. everybody wants to know. <laughs> Can you describe Mark as a child? Childhood, yeah. First <coughs> first, <coughs> J-
3: Yeah, I know, dear. Okay. She helps me a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking there's so much to the, the childhood in that. But yeah, Mark's always had kind of... Uh, a special place, partly it's got to be him and his personality and stuff like that. But I don't know if you knew the first night, um, uh, her labor was like 12 hours, and they kicked her out of the hospital in like half six, a day, in, oh. in 18 hours or something like that. And it was a Thanksgiving long weekend, right? Just like we're coming up on. And so, it Mark was, had a special place always right away because she was begged. She we came home from the hospital, he was we born hosted. at
2: seven. The next morning, I got kicked out of the hospital and then we had company that afternoon. So it was like (laughs) 24, 36 hours of pretty intense. And so that that first night, uh, like I've only been home for a few hours and I'm making coffee and serving cake for people. And uh, (laughs) you know, by that night, I was like totally done that first night home. So (laughs) even
3: though, you know, you're the youngest ones, I knew a little bit about babies, but I had to kind of take you for the whole night. So that was very interesting. What well, I'm going, well, I know he wants to sleep. You know he's not hungry at the moment. I don't know how I'm going to get this kid to sleep. So I just remember going to a separate bedroom, laying in bed, putting you on your on my chest, and him just snuggling in, just like your new little cat there, <laughs> and just kind of we,
4: we were there all night
3: long for what I can remember. Mm-hmm. Then I remember, oh gee what is
4: that? (laughs) And I'm thinking,
3: so I got to enjoy the first one of those. Oh, the meconium poop, that first big blast, which is a messy one. Uh, Well, it's black tar uh, pit. It's a black tar pit. And it's it's weird, but I just remember that that bonding that just, that, you know, I spent that whatever, almost 12 hours or
1: whatever it was with you and just, yeah. Uh, When you would tuck me in at night, uh, when I was growing up, you, we would always do like race cars on my face. We would always draw.
0: Oh yeah! T- take
1: it off oh. the jumps.
3: Oh, and I forgot Very about that.
1: Very soothing. Yeah. I, I
0: tickle his back now, and he says that it kind of brings him back to that. Yeah, where it's oh. a yeah
1: super zen. Where it, where it's that like nighttime bond? Yeah. Mm, well, they, I forgot Dad about always that. you
2: yeah. always did the bedtime story because he yeah. left for work before. Uh, you guys were even up, mm. so and then you know he would come home for 5:30. It was pretty regimented because you guys, you know, was trying to. Uh, keep you from eating eating the fridge. So it was like, you can't be late. They're hungry. i got to yeah. feed these kids. So let's try to, you know. They're creating weapons in the basement. I didn't yeah, know yeah. it. Yeah. Hurry. <laughs> Hurry. Come home. <laughs> and so if he didn't, so then you have supper. And uh, if y- you play a little bit, and if he didn't do the bedtime routine, then he wouldn't have hardly seen them at all. Yeah. So he right. always did the bedtime story and the bedtime bath. While he did that, I would clean up the supper dishes, get Gee, uh, that's some where lunches the, made. The
3: water activities came from. Yeah. Mm. bath tube oh, yes, <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
2: uh, yes and if it was unsupervised yeah that's a story oh gosh that we had an island and over the island was one of those round globes mm. and so they're in the tub and I guess they started bailing using the out. toys Rod must have stepped out a moment and so they were <laughs> taking the toys and bailing water down the vent all of a sudden I look up because oh, I wiped the counter no. and then there was water on it and it's like and then I got I seen it drip and the, the globe was half full of water <laughs> and I guess it Followed the vent and got all the way to there, and it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, no, no I would have never done that, no. No. yeah, no. no, you were you were, you were, you were, I mean, that's you were definitely small, but that... I, I'm right? gonna yeah. hazard to say it was Curtin Brandt or Brandt for, yeah. sure, uh, <laughs> for sure, that yeah. uh did that, but yeah, so he you know the unfortunate thing he was a he was a good baby and he got he got shafted a bit because Brant was 18 months old when he was born and he was um, how can I say this kindly an active toddler Mm. and so poor Mark during the day I don't think he got a full feed ever (laughs) because I was nursing him I'd be like oh I got to pull Brant off of something that he's just climbed (laughs) and whatever so I would put him aside and most kids would start fussing and crying and he just would wait for me to okay pick him up and finish Whatever. right well, so maybe
3: that makes sense now why uh do you know b what his first words were what were or they first mean? word was like you would think maybe it's so ma or, or, dad dad, or something, yeah. something along that like he probably had maybe a grunt for that or something but mark's first word which was a word was eat, eat. that's hilarious yeah, and then he it went to eat something eat yeah. something eat
2: something and so pretty pretty funny yeah. from from that uh from that perspective, and he was chunky. Yep. Like, he didn't even have a neck that first year. It was just a round little Buddha baby. <laughs> he was like, you know, picture one of those Buddha candles. Yes. Yes, I'm not just into that, but just picture sausage. this, you know, when he was sitting there, he just was, he, you know, didn't have a lot of hair, He just and the hair he had was very white and no neck and just sitting there, yeah, kind Amazing. of a Buddha, Buddha baby. And uh, some
3: other thoughts, yeah?
2: Oh, yes, and he liked to eat dirt. So this this Panama mark, this I can be a bit dirty, uh, fits fits right right in. We were building a (laughs) fence in the backyard, so I am, you know, I'm a good mother. I'm not going to put my six-month-old baby who just learned to sit up in a in this dirt, like there's no landscaping. So we brought out the playpen and I thought I'll put him in there. And, and Brant, like he's two and he's ripping around and, and Kurt is uh, uh older, right? So he's like six and a bit, seven, and they're helping and picking up hammers and throwing dirt and whatever. And Mark was just crying and crying. And it was like, I, you know, I, I got to help here. And so finally it was like, I just, he didn't want to be in the playpen. I just took him out and I put him in a pile of dirt and there he. He was happy so and he happy. just was digging in it with his fingers and he was eating it and there was mud pouring out of his face and I'm kind of going hope child services doesn't come by and see what we're doing here with our kids. Look at your immune system oh, now. Oh my though. goodness. <laughs> oh yeah. That was uh, that was the the thing. Dirt the dirt was not an unknown factor. And then uh, I think the one time too, where why is he not? Why wouldn't he have said anything? So he's just crawling around, and his brother. They we we're right in the family room. There's a fireplace there, and uh, I'm in the kitchen, and I can hear them but not see them. And, uh, oh, they're playing so nice. And I was so happy. It's like, okay, I'll just finish getting this food prepped and whatever. And I go around the corner and horror! Bran had hauled all the ashes out of the fireplace oh. and just dumped them on Mark's head. And he's just sitting there <laughs> with ashes all over him and down in his thing and smiling away. It was like, oh, oh, my oh. baby.
0: <laughs> Boys, man. Oh, yeah. So didn't work.
2: get him all carted off to the tub. And while I got him in the tub, Brent created another disaster. Anyhow. <coughs> With <laughs> there the are so dri- many drip, these types of uh, vitamins. Okay. Gravisol down
3: here, dear. <laughs> With purple great gravisol onto a white beige oh. carpet. So, like well, an egg mess. dropper. So yeah, I'm just yeah, trying to get one mess, disaster anyway. cleaned
2: up and Brant created another. Anyway. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And then I think, you know, again, it's it kind of fun to think of a couple of scenarios but really you know Mark was generally speaking pretty um, quiet at a certain point he was trying to keep up with Brant and Kurt you know, Brant was trying to keep up with Kurt so this was quite a fast pace of stuff going on but Mark eventually I don't know how it came about but you found your own kind of pace and direction you decided yeah. to kind of a little or, you bit know, you of, watch the brothers jump the,
1: off one too many things and you yeah, think, "Yeah, I, I got and, better things to yeah, do. Yeah, and
3: <laughs> even though you didn't mind wrestling and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I mean, they were fantastic aggressive wrestlers, you know, yeah. sort of thing. Like if they were, like the dogs there, they're biting each other and doing whatever. <laughs> but you weren't there. So in the, those boy years, you definitely started to take your own path and then, you, you know, develop your own friends. Your friends were completely different than the types of friends <laughs> the other two had, you know. I don't know if Bart, Brandt even had friends, but Kurt always
4: <laughs> had
3: tons of friends coming over, you know. <laughs> that would have somebody probably to do something with, right? But, um, but yeah, you were, you were definitely started to to find things and people so your yeah. your compassion's already started coming out in some ways with who you chose and who you were hanging yeah with. Like, and different interests not the same standard yeah like of I stuff. often
1: wonder why that happened like and yeah because it was typ- all my friends are typically kind of more like nerdy recluse types and Often wonder if it's like I relate to them that much, but I feel very outgoing most of the time. Yeah, like, yeah com- or if yeah, it is can, that compassion th- thing, where it's like I couldn't keep up with my brothers, so then like,
3: yeah, I'll just yeah, yeah. And I think you know, I think it was a little bit very accepting.
2: That, I think yeah. that's part of your your thing, just very accepting. It's of, it's uh, funny that you say <laughs> that.
1: As my parents, you say I'm very accepting, but like people online describe me as like a crazy bigot. Yeah, it's a crazy world up there. Yeah, you know, like well, I, I am I the think... most accepting, laxative person. I... Just don't force your shit on me, and I don't, I don't care, dude. Yeah. Live your life. But. Well,
3: I think there's, you know, some of that maybe filtering in for different reasons, but yeah. I think also it's a little bit of your your online persona sort <laughs> of thing as well. Yeah. But uh, and then I think the other thing that surprised me was um, now as you're kind of more towards high school and so on, you were the one more so with girls like <laughs> all of a sudden there was nice more man. more girls involved in the scenario yeah. than the other two probably put together sort of thing at least from what i knew anyhow and oh. So that was that was always. You they know, were too
1: busy trying to win we, other boys' attention. Yeah, yeah maybe that. Even a, today, they're trying to win other boys' attention. Oh, look how good I am at sports and dirt yeah. yeah, and yeah. yet Why you, you to try win? to win a woman over. Yeah, that's yeah. what's really important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, And yet your sports and your
3: athleticism and whatever, all those things are above average. Oh yeah, for you sure. You sort of thing. But yeah, you just didn't need that hyper pace or direction <laughs>
2: that those guys were. <laughs> and not, to go. not and, and not that you were. Uh, a, a tattletale or anything yeah, but there oh, that was, was a, a cute story there was a time him. or two like uh, we'd come home and there's there's a show that just kind of could be like a little snapshot of her family uh, <laughs> Home Improvement Tim the Tool Time Taylor, Taylor yeah. and the youngest son happened to also be called Mark and the older two and would get three into boys, shenanigans yeah, yeah. three boys and so we came home once and, and you just casually uh, mentioned how Kurt and Brant were standing on the island and peeing into the sink going for behind. distance Going for distance, it's so calm. standing going on the distance. island yeah. and then shi- going across the thing, going for distance, and it's like, oh my gosh. The thing about
1: boys is we love to piss anywhere you can. If, <laughs> yes. if you aim for a target, yeah. we'd be pissing out screen windows, we'd be doing all types oh of horrible things with piss. Just oh, yes. Wow,
4: just this Just because Whoa. we could. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boys are crazy. I
1: really don't know if my brothers did this. Yeah. I guaranteed your brothers were pissing on things, like pissing um,
0: yeah. on trees, but pissing on windows. But this was a team
2: sport. But this <laughs> was a yeah. yeah. In our home, it was a team event, except for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. so I got to, Yeah. Anyway, so that was, uh, yeah. not so, that he was always tattling, but there was a time or two that it was like, okay. found out And, was and, and then on she now.
3: applied the rules. Okay, you come, did you, it. You got to come yeah, here, can, and you guys get this get scrubbed out and yeah, whatever, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we thought sort of summarizing would be some words like kind, gentle, you know, undemanding in a lot of ways, very capable, dependable, dependable. Mm. like there's just some great Thank
4: words you.
1: around around you, right? Yeah, that, yeah. A lot of them I can tie back directly to you. Like dependable man, I was a flaky person in my 20s. And then you I forget which one of you it was, but I had canceled one too many times, I had to go do something for you and you're like, "What are you doing?" Like, what, why? And yeah. then I kind of, like, oh, yeah. okay, okay. If I'm going to say yes, I'm just going to do it or just say no.
2: And yeah. Brant did well, that 20. too, right? with you living at, at Brant's too, I think. Yeah, like kinda, I was a flaky guy, you know, because, you know, just being like, oh, whatever, go with the floor. I don't you really like, care. Easy. Just, you that's easy the going.
3: Thing. There's no
1: doubt. Yeah. But. You know, Also, at yeah. the same time. Yeah, yeah. well,
2: that's uh, like any strength. Um, I always I always say this. Whatever God gave you as a strength, the enemy wants to use as a down thing, right? So if you're very accepting, sometimes you maybe are a little too, too, accepting, too accepting of things, You know, there's some things, things right? you
1: should not accept.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in yourself or others, right? Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, if you're kind, you know, you can be too kind where you, you know, whatever. So it's yeah. just interesting how that strength can be, my, I, I kind of made fun of myself a little bit at the beginning, I strength, a God-given gift for me, I really believe is leadership. Yeah. It, it yeah. is a gift. Um, but the enemy will use it and sometimes people feel like I've taken over and, you know, then that's where hopefully over time you learn some things and you understand, oh, this is a person I have to be careful with because I can bowl them over. Mm. And I don't want them to feel like that just happened to right. them, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah so well, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um... I mean, like obviously, Mark's not a Christian, all of that. But other than that, is there anything that you wish Mark took your advice on but didn't? That just like, haha, told you so.
1: And it can't be weed either. Oh yeah, it, it can't, can't be, be weed those either. two things would give me. It can't be religion. It can't be drugs. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Um, well, those are the two things. <laughs> yeah. well, we <laughs> okay. Next that's question. Pretty good, then. That's, <laughs> right. yeah, that's pretty that's good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good.
3: I would say overall, the things though th- that you took advice on were definitely. General financial type things and life things, I think, in yeah. a general sense. Like, yeah. I really, you know, again, it's not like you had to jump a certain height at a certain point, but like, I think you kind of did that. Like, you saying it is taking the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I, I think you did that. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, what the way Brandt described my life is he, he takes big swings, and yeah. I really like that. Where it's like you see that coming and you know it, and you just.
2: Now we can't There's say. Now we can't say that for the next question. Oh. We wrote it down. <laughs> uh,
1: what is one of
0: the the things that you're most proud of Mark for? Uh,
2: well, he takes big
0: swings. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that coming at all. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, well, it definitely it's it's to me still creative. Life,
3: yeah, creative is huge, and, um, and you've had that in different ways, but it's a different level now with the podcasting. So really that whole,
2: that's a, that's a whole different thing. That was a whole interesting thing that happened. Traditional, you know, yeah. Okay. So, you know, you save some money, bought a house. Well, that's, that's, you know, pretty, Standard, almost. I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah. Um, But to develop a podcast where you become, you know, what in the top five percent or three percent or whatever it is in the world, I don't even know. Like right at the very top in the peak of that, uh, of that genre, we don't really know a 40k or understand that, but but yeah.
4: yeah.
2: But you made it to the top of something. Very different, and created something from nothing.
4: Yeah. And that
2: one time that you saw some random person <laughs> come up to Mark. Oh yeah, that was in Florida, and somebody, are you Mark Sakura? And they were, and it was like, oh my god, in a mall, in a mall, on <laughs> <And laughs> the Low other tree. side. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was a, a little bit eye opening. But I, I respect. Uh, you know, anybody, in this case, you, creating something, developing something from nothing. Like, we, we were part of starting the school. That, yeah. you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. there that we stepped in and were, you know, involved. Proving or, yeah. We were part of the very, very beginning. Let's yeah. start talking about it, right? And so you've done that. Um, my, now, we've seen that modeled with my my parents coming from a whole different country and starting a new yeah. life. Now you're doing that as well here in Panama. So yeah, we we respect that.
1: Cool. Thank you. That's awesome. Uh, tell me the one of the craziest things you remember me doing as a kid. <laughs>
3: We, we had actually a hard time coming up with that craziest thing. Yeah, but, it's hard to, but, to compete. But the one the that kind of came to mind. <laughs> He's older,
1: brother, No, he, like,
3: he was good. Like, like, yeah, okay, oh, a couple of okay, fires, no uh, big deal. Like, oh, no, <laughs> man. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah and, and I, to me, the one that came to mind was, um, I'll make it into, I don't know if we really have the time, but a little bit longer story about driving. So you and Kurt and Brant are all... Great drivers, and I can remember one time we went out on Chestermere Lake when they allowed vehicles to actually go on the lake. And I don't know if you remember uh, being able to drive at that point in time yeah, or not. Yeah. But anyhow, so they did really good. I mean, we're on the ice, and they're driving the van, <laughs> you know, drifting sideways, pulling and each all, other around, all that tobogans. whole side of things. At then somewhere you know you're the youngest so it was probably you know a good five years plus later whatever it was i remember you coming home because you had bought your own vehicle and stuff like that and i sort of said well what happened to your your mirror
4: <laughs> and i thought you know
3: okay you, you clipped something or something normal well i put the the what was it, explorer probably i put the explorer on its side in the ditch yeah i just rolled it real quick no big deal and i'm going huh <laughs> you know, wait, wait, what? And, and I go, And I go, well, I guess you're um, obviously unscathed uh, and who you we were with, way. and uh, and uh, the vehicle's not that bad,
1: so okay. Yeah, it was funny. It worked out perfect. Like a week before, my friend got into an accident with that vehicle right there. So when I rolled it, I just rolled it onto the part that he already crunched. And even though I flipped it on the side, the mirror didn't even break off. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it was, it was
3: like. <laughs> Okay, there's more going on.
0: Here than I,
1: I don't think know. I want to ask. But I'm yeah. glad you're okay.
2: <laughs> so that was the craziest thing. I kind of went. Okay,
1: yeah. Okay. I don't that know. was. That's a good
2: one. And yeah. and could almost uh, we could maybe come back to that next question in a minute. Just this Panama Do the Panama <laughs> yeah. stuff first. Panama uh with his with his boat. So now he's driving his boat around. And really likes it. And so that's kind of that's kind of fun. But uh, yeah. So.
3: Yeah, he's driving his. Yeah
1: and
2: now it's in the ocean there's <laughs> yes. less traffic
3: to
1: worry traffic. about there's... I can be way more laxadilly on it Ooh, I mean, no. if you
2: think you think there's <laughs> <Yeah>. no holes <rolls, laughs> yeah. no... so you, you were talking about big swings and uh, your, your question just went down it might fit in well here caution uh, how did we feel about you guys coming to Panama Mm -hmm. so that fits under craziest things too in some ways so caution but with reserved optimism is how I would say like it wasn't like no, you shouldn't and then of course as parents we know we're going to miss you we knew we were going to see you again because we fortunately can still Mm -hmm. travel but there's that aspect you're not going to be at every family birthday yeah so missing that right um, you were very very keen on we should build a Sakura compound just sell oh, everything yeah. and move down here I like to dream big
1: for sure yeah, yeah. That was that's big the big swing thing like <laughs> but, then, sell everything. but then I settle way you know way more uh, way
2: more <laughs> <income>. <laughs> so it's like no, Mark, we, we can't quite do that. Yeah. But
1: we'll come well, we'll and we'll talk visit. again yeah. in four years when there's no more food <laughs> Well, in well Canada, that's right. Uh, that's and
4: right. You, you, you guys will be begging Well, so then we'll just come
2: about, and, and uh, you know, yeah. live we in know one where, of your, your little casitas <laughs> if it comes to that. But, yeah, so that is um, another, you know, crazy thing in a way and yet something that is You've like... you managed well, like
3: you scoped out a lot of it and, you know, to be as well as far as scoping out and picking it that goes to both you for sure. you you know, that's...
0: Well, so you're It was fast, but we definitely yeah. put
4: time and energy into yeah. this decision. Yeah. couple thoughts, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, you're
2: cause... together on it. You're, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, you guys have been amazing.
0: Honestly, we wouldn't be here without you. Um, even when it comes down to, like, the life skills that you've given him, all of the construction projects you had him work on, like, all of the life skills you guys gave him. Yeah, and...
4: totally.
0: And I mean, even to a degree, instilled in me through the church, through the skill, or through the school, through the yeah, it's awesome. Okay, so going back one more, and then we're going to talk more about Panama. What's one of the hardest things that you've had to see Mark go through that you couldn't really fix for him?
2: Again, they're all relationship uh, with the girls. Relationship is first one, just some of the complications with that, and then obviously married, uh, married. And and ending in a divorce, just watching the heartache that,
1: of that. That one's interesting, like because uh, I hear lots of people describe that my divorce as like heartache and whatever, and it really wasn't. It was the first time, like because we had that miscarriage, and I came to you guys, and she wanted children. and We yes. wrote up that divorce paper. That was tough, but also, man, that was like that's when I realistically separated myself from it. Yeah, and then I was I wasn't invested at that point.
4: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so it's the
3: hardest thing for sure. I think that yeah. you have gone through, but it's not necessarily where you would others see that hard thing being. Yeah. Like if we thought, we saw it here, but yeah. you already went through the hardest part. Yeah,
1: it was, it was interesting. Yeah, like I've heard a couple people describe like. Like you yeah, were at your it lowest was,
2: point. And yeah, that. I was
1: like, no, no, no. Well, like, the I divorce, actually was starting to build myself up, and right. then I left. Like, yeah. it was like, well, this is just not working.
2: So the, the actual divorce was, you were already further on in the process of, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. having worked through some of it. But there would have been a point somewhere when a relationship is yeah. failing, yeah. and you're yeah. standing by, and you're watching, it's like, this isn't what it's you know, yeah. what I think he hoped for and you're always hoping for your kids to be happy. So when you see that they're struggling it's it's challenging, right?
0: Okay, so I've got one for Rod. There's I mean, especially in the church. We grew up with like generational curses and blah 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 blah. Did you feel any sort of way because one of your sons also got a divorce?
3: Yeah. Um I don't feel that but it is an interesting thought. Thought. Yeah. It really is. Because there are things that are that do go down the lines. And I would say I would have agreed with you had, had um, perhaps uh, my situation been a lot more um, uh, abusive, bad, you know, not traumatic, in some sort of way, because something traumatic, whatever it is, affects
4: the generation and that
3: trauma just seems to continue more so whereas I didn't have it so I have you know it is an interesting fact I oh sure I've prayed that it's you know nothing to do with me but I don't feel it's a curse because I don't think he's had
2: he's been hurt necessarily and speaking about that, like we've gone through different seminars and different things where you cut off <coughs> generational curses yeah. and mm-hmm, yeah. and you know you close doors, you bind up things, and just say no, you know that's not going to continue on in our family, yeah. or whatever. So I feel like uh, we've we've done everything that we know to do to try not to pass all of our baggage down and and you know well, you've create done issues. A
4: while, so
0: um, okay, back to Panama, Panama. What did you
2: think that Panama would be like, and what did it end up being like? Okay, well, I I think um, you know, we weren't really surprised because we had uh, uh, we've had experiences in Haiti, yeah. in the Philippines. We've been to Mexico, so we have been exposed to kind of more of a third world sort of situation where it's a blend. There's some modern conveniences, and yet then you drive by and there's people with. No power and electricity or, you know, just things. So it was very much what we anticipated. What I've liked
3: about where you guys are at and what was definitely... I've only been towards the equator a few different times. So this is one of the few times being closer. How... mm, Mellow, nice your guys' temperatures are and, all you know, consi- day. and consistent, yeah, just all you know, consistent. so not skyrocketing crazy mm-hmm. and not, um, you know, above room temperature, what yeah. a novel concept, yeah, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, it's too so bad. That we got was, a couple
1: rainy days while you're yeah. we here, that's that was yeah. too bad, but. yeah,
3: so I knew it would be nice,
1: but that consistency has really played yeah. out here, right? And even yeah. just consistency with sunlight like yeah it will just be consistent now there's yeah. no more daylight savings there's no more yeah yeah t- 22 hour days like in Alberta. Oh, yeah, yeah some right. of
2: those things are, yeah. are interesting but yeah. we've, we've and,
1: been, oh and then the other thing i like again that's
3: different is definitely your guys's spot or the water clarity yeah, and the coral mm. ag- and water temperature too i should have yeah. thrown in there that is that's that's been that's enjoying off, that for that's sure. off the charts as far as what normal uh, other places are that we've been to so that that is that is the premium well right know.
2: on the i mean i've been to really right not, nice not close beaches. to, the water, to the water on the water yeah, yeah. so yeah. that that's you cool know. Um, and we, we have a home in Florida, so you know the the humidity, the tropical, the the, the ocean, the chitras, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. we we've been, it's not old. like we just came from Canada yeah. and we've never experienced yeah, yeah, he, yeah. humidity right. or right. whatever, yeah. right? I think those things. Um, yeah, you guys are you travelers did. for sure. Yeah, and I I did like
3: Panama City. Because, again, that's where, to me, it, you, I don't know if there's such a thing as a second world, but if there's a third world and a first world, there must be a second. You know, it's interesting to see yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a way they
1: integrated all of that into yeah. um, a place, you know, sort yeah. of thing. Like, Yeah, Haiti doesn't have that. You could go to California to see that type of second world type poverty, too, if you want. Yeah. Just a little political joke for you. It's all yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There, there
3: you yeah, go. Yeah, so <laughs> I, yeah. no, I think it, that, that part of it has all been so... Hmm.
0: yeah. Um so it's been cool spending a week with you guys, the in-laws. Um <laughs> I feel like you don't typically live with your in-laws for any extended amount of time these days, but living with me and Mark or being around us this way, what are how would you describe our relationship to others? Primo. 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 that's a good what a word. word. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, do it Spanish style. Perfecto.
4: Perfecto. Um,
3: oh, very much a relationship, right? I mean, you're, yeah, a team as well. Like, I mean, a lot of times we come off more as a team. People may not see the relationship or don't see the relationship mm. aspects as strong, perhaps. But, yeah, when you guys come off, come on, You guys interact. You are very
1: much uh, relationship thing <laughs> so uh, no bad days in panama
2: the, the the words loving supportive happy uh growing exploring right so some of those those things i love that mm-hmm. hmm. yeah Interesting. so yeah well, very very good
1: <laughs> okay now give me the unfiltered <laughs> version yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, no, no we'll you've been very for good okay, for him you no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've been
4: No,
3: they pay the
2: podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. We're paying you. (laughs) Yeah, Uh. Yeah,
3: no, I think you've been very good for him, B, but also it is um,
1: doing it together. Like, it's definitely uh, something something more together there. there There's only, uh, like, one thing B really kind of pushed me for. And, like, like, I was kind of saying, like, I was in the right direction. I knew I needed to make a shift with my life but working out was definitely one thing B definitely pushed me on right. it has really helped me to uh, come be here but like yeah but like you know I was already doing my business thing I was already trying to do other things get things going he or was established but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but uh yeah there's definitely been that and and of course like obviously you helped me in a lot of ways but yeah that one was definitely a big one yeah, yeah. like I was I would not have been moving in that direction if you did not come along I don't yeah. think is the thing. Because okay. I think, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, and you've lost a lost a ton of weight. My hats off for that, because that's been kind of one of the beans of my uh, uh, adult life struggle. <laughs> yeah, challenge. Um,
0: how long have you guys been married now? Thirty-five years. It was in January. Thirty-five years.
2: Thirty-six. January twentieth.
3: 30, <laughs> yeah, if
2: anybody. Met. Thirty-six <laughs> years of knowing each other, because it was one year and then and then married. That's so, impressive, yeah. and that's like
0: there's not a limit. of people that can say that. Yeah. Did you guys get any pieces of advice or things that you kind of clung on to that you go back to in your relationship? You know, like, hey, well, remember the motto or whatever that might be. Yeah, I don't know if I got a motto for it. I'm not even sure what we thought about
3: here, but what's coming to me is there's definitely a... a... Understanding that, you know, you've got to have yourself in the right place. And so to us, that means you've got to have some sort of relationship with God. You've got to have a relationship with Jesus. If you can get that kind of going, then that married relationship can have some chance of success.
2: Mm, we um, are healthy on your own. You can't be yeah, healthy on your own. Yeah, sure. We've kind of felt um, through the years that if it hadn't been for the focus of our faith in God that brings us together, that we're centered around, we would have had more struggles because we're very, very different. <laughs> mm. yeah. And so that was the center. That was kind of what just kept and bringing us just, back to kind yeah. of, okay, here's the rule book. Here's the, you know, this yeah. is our goals. Yeah. This is yeah. And so for us, I don't know, maybe we wouldn't even have made it yeah. without that because we're just, too different sometimes, different. and 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 of course the kids sometimes tease us, and there's a little bit of bickering that goes on o- occasionally, um, but I I think they didn't see like knock them down brawls ever or where well, no. like, no, like, and, and again that wants. comes back to the rule book. You yeah. know, you, you know, you're disagreeing, but that doesn't mean you you can be you raging scream, at somebody, somebody, or or that yeah. you can go, you know, be tear disrespectful or tear them down. Yeah. Like so. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard either of you swear at each other. Yeah, I definitely could not remember it if it happened. Yeah, like that was a thing for sure. Yeah. I like to swear I love swearing but I will never swear at
0: my partner never. yeah it's a big thing for right. us like and yeah. even like calling names and stuff like a joke I don't know I've always said that even in a joke there's a hint of truth or yeah. else you wouldn't think oh, about yeah. it so yeah. like don't it's not fun yeah, to yeah. play those no. games like, yeah. you have yeah. to
4: you
2: have to be careful because those things kind of stick in the back of your yeah. mind yeah. also with your kids right mm-hmm. like yeah. you know like okay so they you know make a mistake or whatever you, you, you can't say you're just so stupid. Why yeah. did you? You know, like sure, whatever. Sure. Like Build you have on. to,
4: you yeah. know. If there's yeah, okay, that,
2: that there's you could have done done something smarter than that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're a great partner Words, dear. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah, we're a good team. We're a team. Hopefully, we complement each other. Well, look oh. at all you've done. You don't yeah. uh, get that far without being somewhat on the same page. Yeah, s- mm-hmm. same page. What what we feel blessed about, what we thank God for, is sometimes God will draw one person and the other person is on a different different journey or even not pace, there pace or even. pace even, yeah. right? Yeah. And one of the blessings for us is that we've always been... <coughs> kind of pretty equally yoked from that perspective right mm. and uh things that can really bring stress into relationships like giving mm. right uh you know it's like never been that's never been a difficult thing mm. um, yeah or
3: even helping i mean like yeah. you're saying you know we both seem to be a little Time bit biased, biased towards well that's somebody needs something are we yeah. helping them likely we're well what can we do this we could do this yeah okay, let's do that yeah you know sort sense. of thing if you that's not a necessarily something people always share either yeah Yeah. even though they may have a heart of compassion but putting time into something is a
0: little bit different well and like we kind of talk there's no love and charity like just throwing something at somebody generally isn't the only solution you guys kind of take it that extra step where it's like okay no we've got that but also we're gonna help you like shape this there's an yeah
2: and then you know when you do that whether it's your kids whether it's somebody else um you know it's all it's challenging if you're trying to have a relationship with somebody that you're also helping because mm. people need to feel respected and like they're not a charity case, exactly. right? Like that that you're not lording it over them. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you have to work at that and and still I think there's times where people, you know, just subconsciously, not even because of, of what you're doing necessarily, feel that yeah. they're maybe embarrassed or whatever that they need. To need some support or help with something but i think it's that's a challenge especially if you're you know in our case renting to people that you're also in a church, church community with yeah. you have to be careful about about boundaries mm-hmm. and different things and be professional and when and it's a friend talk. and a church person and they're in your rental i i just can't walk in
4: yeah because yeah. i
2: wouldn't do that if yeah. it was your house so right. i'm not going to do it in this situation right yeah so yeah yeah so really try to and there might be some people that um don't agree with that and you know um but that's at least the goal that's what we're aiming for yeah or try to right
0: well I think you guys are incredible it's been amazing spending the week with you we did some gardening yesterday you guys Mm -hmm. have done some puttering projects and I just like I mean even more than that I don't think a lot of people our age get to have this kind of conversation Mm. with their parents Mm -hmm. and I really 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 appreciate you guys getting on here with us answering all the questions the invasive questions that I laid out for you guys (laughs) you guys are amazing like (laughs) you guys I'm so grateful for having you here in our lives as my in-laws well,
3: oh, thank you. Just, well, we, you guys are amazing. You guys hosted us well. Mm-hmm. Yes. You got a primo. Is that the word? Primo I mean? spot. Uh, primo. primo spot. Primo, <laughs> relationship, yeah, uh, primo like relationship. Primo
2: future ahead. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you. We're honored. A, yeah. We're honored that you asked us because, um, yeah, that is an honor. No, we see it, it as an it honor doesn't. that you even want to talk to us. We're so lucky they yeah. want to talk to us. <laughs> oh gosh yeah well
0: everybody else should go and get their parents listen to this episode and maybe have your own conversation with his parents because yeah you guys the reason that we are the way we are is because of our parents and so all the credit in the world to mark being the the kind of man he is because i know that he tries to make you guys proud and he does yeah Mm -hmm.
1: cool Uh uh-huh Do you have
0: any last words for them
1: if you don't have parents to reach out to you come to Papa Martina. You Martino. come to Papa Martina. You send me a message. Pillow talk with Mark and B. I'll be your daddy for the day. I'll be your daddy.
0: <laughs> and if you guys want to support this show, uh, feel free to just give us a dollar on Patreon. All of the uh, social media and Patreon. All the links are in the episode description below. Um, that's Ooh. that. Cool. Well, We're nice. going to go eat, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's go right. On We're, on great. We're
2: getting to go on a Panamark adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Panamark Panamark Captain Panamark Express <laughs> to a nice little place to eat. It's <laughs> awesome. Exciting. Well, thanks again, guys. Thanks. Hey, hey, bless you. you guys. We love you.